Hi everyone, it's Alfie here. Just to let you know, this isn't one of our usual episodes from the Off The Hook series of our podcast. Instead, we have a bonus piece of content from Alan Blair, where he's talking about concealment within terminal tackle. So although it's not as long as our usual episodes, I'm sure there's something you'll all be able to take away and put into your own fishing. We'll see you soon, guys. Concealment of my terminal tackle, those final few yards, really is something I'm super conscious of. If those fish know that they're being fished for, they can become incredibly difficult to catch. A lot of my fishing revolves around percentages. You know, the more percentages I stack in my favour, I believe the more fish I'll catch over a session or a season. Breaking down concealment of my terminal tackle to various different elements, I'd always start off by trying to ascertain what is the substrate I'm fishing over, you know, what is out there. And I do that by utilising a marker rod with marker braid and a bare lead, feeling across the spot, is the, the lead gliding across it, therefore is it silt or silkweed, is it bouncing across it and tapping, is it gravel? Uh, I'd look at the lead, try and ascertain what's on it, can I see bits of silt or, or clay stuck onto the lead itself. Those pieces of information will then start to dictate what components I'll use within my setup. Talking specifics, you know, let's start off with my hook link. For sure I'll opt to use a colour that matches the, the substrate I'm fishing over, whether that be gravel or clay, silt, weed. My hook link choice will always, in many, many instances, be the armour link. The reason for this is primarily because of its huge abrasion resistant properties. It's packed full of Kevlar, making it stupidly strong. But more so, it's also very, very heavy and importantly supple. A lot of anglers will opt to fish with, for example, a coated braid like the Skin Link, and for sure it does have a place in my tackle box, but for the bulk of my fishing it'll be the Armour Link, purely because of the concealment properties it gives you by pinning down to the lake bed and importantly following those contours. The diffusion camo concept was conceived many, many years ago and revolved around years and years of testing to try and ascertain a coloration that would work the best over various lake bed bottoms. We all know as anglers that even if you do fish your rig over a gravel spot, for example, how many different shades of beige, brown and black are there in that gravel spot? It's certainly not one solid gravel colour. On top of that, I may well miscast off that gravel spot slightly and land onto soft silt. So picking terminal tackle components that feature a solid colour to try and match over that lake bed, well, the concept's really quite flawed, hence why I'll always opt to use the diffusion camo. They're a translucent colour where really the lake bed bottom's absorbed into it and in many, many instances will almost disappear on any lake bed bottom. My actual lead setup is also something I pay a great deal of attention to. If I'm fishing over those softer bottoms, silt or chod, then I'll always opt to fish with a helicopter setup or a lead clip setup. In both those instances, I'll use a long ranger style lead where the shape of the lead naturally with their weight at the bottom end will force it down into the softer bottom, again, concealing the actual lead itself on the lake bed. If I'm spot fishing, by that I mean I've found a, a harder, firmer area, I'll always opt to fish with an inline lead setup, potentially drop off or potentially with it passed down through the main line or the leader. The reason I like those inline lead setups is because the leads are much more unobtrusive on the lake bed bottom. The leads I use within my angling have a textured, natural finish to them. They're available in either a gravel or clay coloration or a silt weed coloration. And to be fair, as they are, they work perfectly well. But as I mentioned earlier, for me, my angling's all about percentages and stacking as much as I can in my favor. Some people might laugh when I say this and think you're taking it far too far, but I genuinely believe in my hearts of hearts, things like this make a difference. So for example, if I'm fishing over a clay spot and I can get access to some of that clay myself, I'll rub it into the lead to completely make the coloration of the lead match the bottom that I'm fishing over, potentially even impregnating little bits of gravel in it. If I know I'm fishing over a gravel spot, I'll take the pinpoint marker pens and fleck the lead up to give it that flecked appearance like you would find on a gravel bottom. 
If there's an area I'm fishing over with a light covering of silkweed, I'll often grab a little piece of that silkweed, pull it apart into strands, wrap it around the lead itself, let it dry back on there, and literally turn the lead into what looks like a piece of silkweed. As I say, all those little pieces of detail do make a difference in the long run. Another really important element of concealment within my terminal tackle is quite simply putty. In this case, Klingon putty. For many years I had issues with putty. It was difficult to work within the winter months, or if I did manage to adhere it to my hook link or my main line, more often than not when playing a fish it would fall off, or even on a wind in, move down the hook link or the main line. It's always been quite a nuisance, but not with this Klingon putty. It's very easy to work with, you can literally roll a little bit up on your fingers and I'll either put a couple of little blobs, and I mean tiny little blobs, just down the length of my hook link, potentially a bigger piece at the end of my leader to really nail everything down, or if I'm fishing straight onto the main line, we'll rub some small segments up that. It really is easy to use and for sure helps to nail absolutely everything down on the lake bed bottom. So that's the hook link and the sort of lead setup covered. After that, I'll always opt to try and fish some kind of leader or tubing at the back end of the rig. If the water is gin clear, a gravel pit for example, then I'll always opt to fish with the diffusion camo leaders. Not only are they very supple, but they also almost completely disappear on the lake bed bottom. If however, the water's got a little bit of colour to it, then my absolute number one leader choice is the Klingon leader. For many, many years I've fished with lead core, and for sure it's extremely heavy and pins everything down onto the bottom, but what it doesn't do is follow the contours of the lake bed. You'll often find with lead core that unless the bottom is truly flat, it'll be sticking up, kinking and stuff. Whereas with the Klingon leader, because of its super supple nature, it will perfectly follow whatever it's fishing over. If however, there's a leader band on the venue in question, then I will fish directly onto the main line, maybe with a heavy fluorocarbon, or in more recent years, with our Klingon tungsten tube. Tubing's again always been a bit of a bane for me, pretty hard to work with, difficult to thread, not particularly supple, and in some instances you can get air trapped inside the PVC that actually causes it to float up off the main line, but not with our new Klingon tube. It really is a dream to thread, and it's something I carry everywhere with me, especially in this day and age when more and more waters are not allowing the use of leaders. And finally, moving up to my actual main line. For me, my end game with concealment is always to try and pin the rig down, pin the leader or the tubing setup down, and then, in an ideal situation, about five to 10 meters of my main line thereafter. If I'm fishing a venue where between me on the bank and the spot I'm fishing, it's nice and flat, I'll absolutely incorporate the Easy Glide backleads into my setup. Not only do they pin down your main line completely on a lake environment, maybe in the canal where you have the troughs and you need to stop the boats picking up your main line, or even in a river, they also serve another great purpose, and that is that it allows me to fish my bobbin up on the blank. To me, this is really important because in this instance, with the use of backleads, I can also register a drop back indication. For sure, there are many instances though where you don't have that flat bottom between yourself and where you're actually fishing. In those situations, there may well be weed beds there, potentially gravel bars, plateaus, and it's very, very difficult to incorporate backleads into your setup and get that perfect line lay. So in those instances, I'll opt to fish my rod tips up nice and high, potentially fish with a flying backlead with a six mil bead above it to shoot back up the line, maybe 10 to 15 meters, pin that bit down, and then basically have my line entering the water quite tight, but that final 10 to 15 meters on the bottom, dead, dead concealed around the rig setup. For those of you watching this, you may well think I'm overthinking things, paying too much attention to detail to certain points. At the end of the day, they're only carp. Do they really feel things? Do they really see things? Well, I personally truthfully believe they do. If they know they've been fished for, if they can see those components, and more importantly, if they can feel things, for example, like a tight line cutting through the swim, you are seriously hindering your chances of getting a bite. 
Just remember, stack those percentages in your favour. You might not notice the difference immediately on the first session where you go and put that level of attention to detail in, but adopt it over the course of a session, a season, I promise you, you will notice a huge difference to your catch rate.